welcome to Kingdom Mandates with Rev. Dr. Stephen Noah Bokapsen, the Assistant Head Pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now let's listen to today's message. Today it's my singular honor to do a little exhortation on faith declaration. Hallelujah. Faith declaration. And we'll be looking at some key scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, Psalm 116, verse 10. We'll later on look at the verse 9. Then we'll look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. Then if time permits, you know, we'll also look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to about 13 there hallelujah the subject of faith is inexhaustible we can talk about faith and talk about it over and over again because it's such a vital commodity in the kingdom of god in the operations of god it's so vital it's so vital. It's so vital. That I can quote a lot of scriptures to tell you that, you know, faith is the legal fender in the kingdom of God. You know, in the first place, he said, by grace are you saved through faith. Okay, it was through the channel of faith. That was able to take hold of the salvation that was supplied by grace. It was by faith. He said, the just shall live by faith. So their oppressions, the way the just live by, is by faith. He said, we are justified by faith. He said, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are made righteous by faith. So our righteousness is by faith. And it's amazing that particular scripture even says that in whom we have access by faith into his grace. When we understand. You know we are able to have access to the things that grace makes available by faith. The things that is supplied by grace. The accessibility is by faith. Hallelujah. He goes on to tell us that you know we walk by faith and not by sight. The believer walks by faith, not by sight, not by sensory perception. I can go on and go on. There's only one fight that the believer is supposed to fight so far as the finished work of Christ Jesus is concerned. That is the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life where well until you are called and have made a good profession before many other witnesses. So there is one fight, and that fight is a good fight of faith. There's one fight for the believer, you know, so far as the finished work of Christ Jesus is concerned. So, you know, we can go on and on. You know, how do you please God? You please God. We said without God, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you see clearly, you know, subsequently, even to believe, even about creation, you know, what everything, how everything came by. You know, it's by faith. The true faith, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. That the things that are seen were not made of things that do appear. You see, so clearly it's by faith. A lot, I can go on and on. 
you know, it's by faith that we know that Christ dwells in our heart. It's by faith that we know the Holy Spirit dwells in our heart. So faith is an important commodity. That is not what I'm talking about today, but I'm talking about faith declaration. Hallelujah. And the point I was trying to make is that, you know, faith is a vital commodity. It's something that we cannot do without. Hallelujah. Uh, it's something that we can keep on talking about it. And today, faith declaration, we take our first scripture, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. But we also, that we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Hallelujah. Look at that. He said, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. This is Paul trying to quote, you know, what the psalmist, that is David, you know, said in Psalm 116, you know, verse 10. He said, I believe, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. This particular psalm, you can spend time, you know, to look at it. This particular psalm, David was really afflicted. Okay, there were a lot of things that were going on in his life, but he had to have a confession, and that is the verse 9. Quickly get to the verse 9. You know, in the midst of all the difficulties, see what he was saying. And that is how he came to the verse 9. He says, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. He said, I believe, therefore have I spoken. So he believed what he has spoken, even in the midst of the afflictions. That is what he said. Hallelujah. That, you know, there were a lot of things going on around him. Okay, but he had this very belief. And what was this belief? That I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Can you imagine? You have your mindset on this. That I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. In the midst of affliction. In the midst of chaos. In the midst of, you know, difficult or turbulent situations or circumstances. You know, this is the mindset that David had. That I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living, irrespective of the affliction. So that is why I said, I believe, therefore have I spoken. Not only did he believe, but he spoke. Hallelujah. So that is what the apostle Paul is trying to quote. You know, looking at that faith that was characterized in the life of David. David was a man of faith you know as a young lad you know had to defeat Goliath which is a very familiar story and you know how he defeated him you know was by believing in his God and speaking forth you know what he believed he believed that you know the people of Israel you know have a covenant with God and this uncircumcised Philistine you know have no covenant with God so he actually saw him as a dog. So far as, you know, he was not in covenant with God, you know, he was in the category of a dog. You know, last time Apostle was trying to, you know, teach us, you know, about a Syrophoenician woman, you know, that Jesus said, it is not meat for me to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. The dogs are the people who had, don't have any covenant. And I think Apostle, you know, told, told us that, you know, correctly. Hallelujah. Okay, so the people of Philistine didn't have any covenant with him. And David was able. He spoke words. And at the end of the day, we saw what really happened. So Paul, trying to communicate 
the same spirit says that we having the same spirit of faith according as is written I believe therefore have I spoken so he's trying to tell us that you know we also having that same spirit of faith as it was with David that David believed and therefore spoke now it has come to a point where it is no more a written document but it is something that has become real even unto him as he was writing that is why he said we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written I believe therefore have I spoken now he goes on to say we also believe and therefore speak so it's not something that is just written but you know he has been translated to something that he has personally had a relationship with you know with that very written document that very written statement you know now he also have a personal relationship with that so he said we also believe and therefore speak and that is what we are discussing today briefly hallelujah having the same spirit of faith with the people of old and when you have the same spirit of faith with the people of old there is something that happens to your life automatically and that is what is said in this very scripture there are two things what he believed what he has spoken you see faith like apostle has taught us does not end or just believing is not just enough because even salvation how you got saved how did he get saved you believe in your heart and you were made righteous and you confess with your mouth and you receive salvation is that not so is that not so oh come on participate with me is that not so hallelujah so you believe in your hearts and you confess with your mouth so you believe you confess you declare hallelujah the same way that the apostle is trying to tell us that according as it is written and written over here is what has been written down in God's word and I want to make a statement about God's word but when we say God's word is it the whole canon the answer is no God's word is not just the canon in other words the whole Bible because the whole canon has got what unbelievers said has got what believers said have got what animals even said have got what devils even said have got what prophets said have got what people who didn't have the spirit of God said and that all have been put into what we call the Holy Bible now the Word of God is what God has done you know through the finished work of Christ as it is written in the Bible 
Okay, if you can see whatever is in the Bible through the lens of the finished work of Christ, that is what we call the word of God. Hallelujah. So it is not just anything. So that is why some people will go in error and say, oh no, it is in the Bible. Yes, it is true that this statement that you are are giving is in the Bible. But is it true that that is what God's mind is? You know, recently I was, you know how when you have uh, a demise of somebody, then somebody will say that, a very popular statement that we say that, oh, God has given and God has taken. But clearly, you know, if you study the Bible, you know that that is a true statement in the Bible. But that is not true. Did you get what I just said? That is a true statement in the Bible, but that is not true. It's not God who gave and God who took, you know, from Job, you know, um, confession. Hallelujah. It's not God who gave and God who took. Clearly, we know that it was the devil who did take away. Because later on, you find out, you know, the calling and the gift of God are without repentance. Is that not so? So, you see through the lens of the finished work of Christ Jesus. That is why, as believers, one of the key things that we ought to appreciate is to appreciate what the finished work of Jesus Christ means for us. If you come to that very knowledge, you will be amazed the kind of person that will become. Hallelujah. So, talking about the written word, you know, so what has been written is what Paul is saying that, you know, according as it is written. So, it is important for us to find out what has been written in accordance with the finished work of Christ Jesus. So, you find out that, okay, that, you know, he became sin for us. Who knew no sin? That me, through, you know, that through, you know, this very um, sin nature, that I be made a righteousness of God. That is God's word, through the finished work of Christ. Hallelujah. That from henceforth, I'm no ordinary person, but I am the righteousness of God. That when you read another scripture, he says that, you know, you know, we know the grace of God, that though he was rich, for our sake he became poor, that we through his poverty be rich. You know, it is clear that this is through the finished work of Christ Jesus, so you accept it. So that is what we are talking about, that you are able to look into God's word and be able to discover what the finished work of Jesus Christ has bequeathed unto us. What the finished work of Jesus Christ has bequeathed unto us. And that revelation, Paul make explicit declarations and um, beautiful writing about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is what you know, I will spend my emphasis today. So what is written? It is for us to discover what is written. Paul discovered what was written. So it is for us to discover what is written according to the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, after we have discovered what is written in God's word, what is the next stage? The next stage is that he said, we also believe. So it has moved from something that is written in God's word to something that you personally have a relationship with. Something that you believe. It's not just something that is written. You know, some of us, there is actually uh, E.W. Kenyon, 
you know, says there is the mental ascent knowledge, where a lot of us know that oh, this thing is there. Oh, yes, I, I accept it. Okay, they ascend to it, but to practicalize it in their life, no. Hallelujah. To practicalize it in their life, no. So he calls that mental ascent knowledge. That you ascend to it. Okay, that okay, this thing is there in the Bible. Okay, but whether you have practicalized it, that this one is written for you. So where the writer is writing, okay, it is not the writer anymore, like Apostle tells us all the time, the writer is dead, he's gone, but it is you now on the scene. Now, do you also accept that same thing and believe it? So you have moved from your mental ascent, knowledge, to the knowledge where you are able to participate with. Hallelujah. So we move from now seeing the word of God written in God's word. You know, then we come to that very stage where now we believe. We believe what has been written. We believe it entirely. Like it was said of Abraham, we come to that very point where we are fully persuaded. Nothing shakes us. That you just believe. You may right now, you know, maybe... In your life, you don't feel that, oh, come on, I'm the righteousness of God. You know, so as God's word have said it, you know, that he became sin for us. Who knew no sin? That we be made the righteousness of God. Now, maybe your actions and your inactions, you are thinking, no, I don't think I'm the righteousness of God. I don't think, you know, um, it is there all right, but no, it is not manifesting in my life. So I don't believe it. That is not what they say. Okay, another example, you know, that you are the new creation in Christ. You know, probably you come from a very family where there is all kinds of occultism, there is all kinds of evil being perpetrated from generation to generation. But now the Bible is saying that you are the new creation in Christ. Now what does the new creation mean? The new creation means that the person doesn't have a past. The person is a new species altogether. He never existed before. His lineage is not the lineage of the natural. No. So now the person comes to that very point and says, Oh, yeah, it's, re- it's there written in the Bible, but I assent to it, but I don't believe that is real in my life. No, that is not what we are talking about. We are talking about where you can engage God's word as it is. As God has said in his word, that he says this, he said, I am. Like we studied in the Sunday school class today, that Abraham came to that very point where he was fully persuaded. The Bible says he was not weak in faith. And when he was not weak in faith, he considered not the physical evidence. He considered not the physical evidence. What the physical evidence was saying, you know, he never considered it. He never gave attention to it. The Bible says he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. In other words, he didn't waver. He didn't come to a point where he was like, oh, this thing that God has said, I'm not so sure that it will come to pass. No, he didn't come to that very point. But he came to that very point of strong faith where he gave glory unto God. And why do you give glory to God? You give glory to God because it is a done deal. Because God has said it, it is a done deal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the, that is the level that Abraham came to. Because God has said it, 
It is a done deal. So that is why he was giving glory to God. He gave glory to God because he knows that he that has promised is also able to perform. Hallelujah. So that is the next stage where we come to believe entirely. We come to believe entirely with every fiber of our being. That nothing shakes us. That you read the word and you say that this word, God is speaking about me. Because as you read God's word, God's word reveals largely these three things. It reveals who you are. It reveals what you have. And it reveals what you can do. That is largely what it reveals. So you see something like that. You know that thanks be unto God. Who always causes me to triumph. And make it manifest the server of his knowledge by us in every place. You come across that in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. And you realize that no, this one is not just Paul. It's not just Paul even to the church in Corinth. But it is personal. It is that which has been spoken about me. I believe it entirely. That it doesn't matter whatever circumstance or whatever situation that I find myself in. I will say that thanks be unto God. Who always causes me to triumph. And make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by me in every place. Now maybe probably you know you have some issues around your feelings. You know, you're not seeing, you know, some manifestations of blessings in your life. Ephesians chapter 1, you know, verse 3. He said, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You come to that very awareness and say, Wow, this is speaking about me. So now I'm going to do what the word says. The word says, Blessed be God. So I'm just going to say, Oh, bless you, God, that you have blessed me with all spiritual blessings blessings in heavenly places in Christ. It doesn't matter what I may be having around it doesn't matter even what my bank account is saying. It doesn't matter what even my family background is saying. It doesn't matter what even the current situation is saying but this is what I believe. Bless you Father that you have blessed me you have blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. I'm a blessed man I'm a blessed man that means that the person has really believed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, because if you don't, you will be deprived of your victories in Christ. But there is another stage after believing that is speaking forth what you believe. Hallelujah. Speaking forth what you believe. That is what he's saying. That we also believe and therefore speak. Is that what your Bible says? Second Corinthians again, chapter 4, verse 13. Let's all read it together and see. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. Talking about David. We also what believe. And what next? And therefore. Is it God who is going to speak for you? Who is going to speak 
Who is going to speak? Yourself. So what you have believed, now it becomes a declaration. Hallelujah. What you have believed doesn't just stay at the stage of believing. Because believing is in the heart. It stays there. But when you declare, because see, God himself walks by this very principle. That what he believes, he speaks it forth. What he believes, he speaks it forth. Whatever God wanted to do, he spoke it forth into being. Whatever God wanted to do, he spoke it forth into being. Last time Apostle was telling us in Hebrews, you know, chapter 11, you know, verse 3. He said, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That the things that are seen were not made of things that do appear. That everything that we see today, they were spoken forth into being. God said, light be. He didn't talk about the darkness around. It's amazing. He never spoke about the darkness that was around. There was darkness. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, you know, verse 1 2, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay? And, you know, the, 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 there was darkness over the face of the earth. Okay? And the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the waters. And God said, Let there be. That, hey, this darkness. Ah, hey, Ajay, this one, what are we going to do about this darkness? No. He didn't speak about the darkness. In Second Corinthians chapter 4, you know, that was again the earlier verses before this very one. He said, God, who commanded light to come out of darkness? So that's when the first time I read that very scripture, I shouted in my room. He said, God, who commanded light to come out of darkness? See, it is easy that when there is darkness, you push away darkness. Is that not so? It is very easy that when there is darkness, you push away darkness and you do something like, something else. But it didn't matter to God. He commanded light, come out of darkness. And light came out of darkness. Can you just imagine? That tells you about God. That in the midst of the situation or the circumstance, you can call for prosperity. You can call for healing. Hallelujah. He didn't talk about the darkness. He called what he wanted out of the darkness. He called what he wanted out of the darkness. That is the kind of God that we say. And if we are also children of this very God, then the same thing also applies unto us. That we speak forth our belief. We speak forth our belief. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6, you know, to emphasize this very point, he says that let our life be without covetousness. Let's read it together. Can we read it together? Let our conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as he have. For he have said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. See, this is what God has said. Pay attention. He has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now, look at what the next verse is going to say. In verse 6. So that, why did God say do you see the answer there? What was the purpose for God saying? What was the purpose? Somebody talk to me. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Look at that. You are not just saying 
but it qualifies even the way that you say it. You say boldly, glory to God. You say boldly, you say boldly, hallelujah. You say what God has said. He said, God has said that He will never leave us nor forsake us. In other words, God with, is, is with us all the time. So sometimes I get surprised when believers, you know, in a meeting or say, let's invite the presence of God. Oh, let's pray. Brethren, you know, let's pray. Let's invite the presence of God. See, what are you talking about? You know, when did the presence leave? Did the presence leave at any time? No. Jesus actually even said, you know, he said, I will never leave you comfortless, but I will send the comforter to dwell in you. So he dwells in you. So when you came into this very auditorium, you came with the presence. Hallelujah. When you came into this very place, you came with the presence. See, he even said that see, in this world, you have tribulation, but you know, I've overcome all. And I said, I shall be with you until the end of the ages. Has the end of the ages come? No. So is Jesus still with you? Hallelujah. That is it. So, you know, it is for us to become conscious. So that is what he's saying. That this is what I believe. Because God has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. If God is with me, how can I fear what man shall do unto me? No, how can I fear what man shall do unto me? Psalm 27. And what do I appreciate something? He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Even when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh. Pay attention. You see, this is where a lot of people go into error. Did they say they will stumble in present tense? No. Did he say they will stumble in present tense? Did he say they will fall in present tense? Look at the mindset of this very writer. He said, see, I will fulfill God's prophecy. The enemy, whoever makes himself an enemy, he too will fulfill God's prophecy. He has stumbled and he has fallen. Glory to God. This is God's word for us. Hallelujah. And you can only do that if you give yourself unto God's word. You give yourself unto God's word. Because like I said, God's word reveals things about you. What you have. What you are. Or what you can do. If you don't, you will live your life. Paul would describe such people that they are living as mere men. They are living as mere men. They are living as mere men. You know, there's a scripture in Galatians chapter 3 verse 31. In the amplified version of the Bible. Galatians chapter 4 verse 31. See, we are no mere men. That we are children. Not of the bond woman. But of the free. The amplified version of the Bible put it in a particular way. That's in amplified. Okay, in Amplified, it says, We are not children of the natural, but we are children of the supernatural. We are children of the supernatural. We are children of supernatural. When I read this thing, I was like, Oh no, how come 
I've lived you know thinking that I'm a natural living in a supernatural world no it is that I am a supernatural being living in a natural world I'm a supernatural being living in a natural world I started confessing I'm a supernatural being living in a natural world he said we are children not of the natural but of the supernatural it is for us to be able to discover this when you discover it it builds faith in you we have appreciated in the Sunday school discipleship class even as apostle has preached unto us that there's a way that faith comes by is by hearing and hearing by the word of God if you keep on hearing you keep your your ears open tuned onto the frequency of the word of God automatically faith is stamped in your spirit that faith that you have which you receive as a measure that God kind of faith the faith of the son of God now you begin to build upon it you become strong you become tenacious audacious in the name of the Lord Jesus and uncommon things begin to happen around you in the name of the Lord Jesus because that is the way that is the way that is the way what you believe you have to speak it forth if you don't speak it forth you cannot effect the necessary changes if you don't speak it forth you cannot have what you say if you don't speak it forth that situation will be the same he said there are believers who are very quiet and they suffer quietly but refuse to be that very believer who is a quiet believer you are a talker you are a talker you talk what you believe whatever you see in God's way you say so far as God has said it I believe it I may not feel like it I may not look like it but I believe it this is what God says I boldly declare what God says about me I am born of God I am born from above I am the manifestation of the way I am a child of the way a child of communion glory to God I'm incorruptible. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I've received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I reign in life. I reign in life by one. Jesus Christ. I am the righteous. I walk by faith and not by sight. I live by faith. The righteousness of God is revealed in me. The path of the task is as a shining light which shines brighter and brighter even unto the perfect day. My light and a good thing in Isaiah 60. He said, Arise and shine for the light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. It's a darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee. It doesn't matter all the accident cases that you are hearing. Oh, that is prophecy. You know, darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness the people. But, but the Lord shall arise upon me and his glory shall be seen upon me the more darker it is the more you shine brighter the more darker it is the more you shine brighter that is who you are that is who you are glory to God glory say glory 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 yes you speak for what you believe Sometimes 
I can just be in my room. Then I'll just shout like a crazy person. Because something has just dropped in my spirit. I can't hold it. I can't hold it. It is like fire shut up in my bones. I go out, then I'm saying, come on. It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what I hear. I am what God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. There are no limitations. The limitations are unreal. The frustrations are unreal. I may see darkness, but I shine brighter in the very darkness. It's a arise. So I begin to say, Oh Stephen, you have arisen. Stephen, you have arisen. Stephen, you are shining. Glory to God. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sometimes you may be feeling some things in your body. Like, ah, you know, all this thing that God went is saying. No, I'm not seeing the manifestation in my life. No, look at Abraham. 25 solid years confessing that father of many nations is here. He was walking, father of many nations. And people will be mocking at, will be laughing at him, will be laughing him to scorn and say, Hey, father of many nations, look at the father of many nations. He doesn't have a single child to show, he doesn't have any child to show, but he's calling himself father of many nations. But he said, No, you don't know what I have discovered, you don't know what I have. I believe what God's word says, I am. I believe what God what says I have. I believe what God what says I can do. Today, I am the manifestation. You may not see it, but I am. You may not see it, but I am. At the end of the day, they saw the manifestation. Today, the Bible calls us seeds of Abraham. We are seeds of Abraham. As according to the promise, we inherit the promise because of the faith of Abraham. That is the faith in declaration. He declared what he had. He declared what he can do. And the Bible tells us he had everything. He had everything. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is awesome. You know, sometimes you'll be saying, and it appears things are not changing. Just keep the pressure on. Keep on pressing it. The Bible says, when the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. The manifestation of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, you know, he says something beautiful. See, we have not received the spirit that is of this very one. But we have received the spirit that is of God. Even before that, he said, as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard. But have entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them love, that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. He said, yeah, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man that is in him? Save the spirit of man and the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. 
once we have not received now we have not received the spirit that is of this very world and we have not received the spirit that is of this very world there is a spirit that operates in men that spirit is called the spirit of this very world and that very spirit it is seen before believing it is seen before believing that is all our educational system you know seek to do you see you believe if, it is, if, if they don't see it, you don't believe it. But he said, no, this is not the spirit that we have received. We have not received the spirit of this very world. But we have received the spirit that is of God. We have received the spirit that is of God. We have received the spirit that is God. That we might know the things that are freely given unto us. The things that are freely. Oh God, God did not give, God did not do CCC for us. No, God did not do you know hide and seek with us he said the things that he has freely 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 given unto us the spirit has revealed them unto us does it end over there does it end over there no he said with things we speak not with words which man's wisdom teacher but which the holy ghost teacher compare spiritual with the spiritual glory to god glory to god ah we speak we speak not the things that the wisdom of this world teaching. Ah, the physicists, the physicists, the, 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 the biologists, the chemists, you know, all the things that they have taught. We don't speak like them. We don't speak like them. Uh, we don't speak like the economic laws. Uh, what are some of the economic laws? Demand and supply. No, we don't speak like them. We don't speak like the doctor. No, but we speak the things that are freely given to us. Not in words, which man's wisdom teacher, but which the Holy Ghost teacher, comparing spiritual with spiritual. That is where we have arrived. That is where we are. So it is our responsibility as believers to discover, to discover what God's word has written with respect to the finished work of Christ Jesus. We believe it. Then we boldly declare. We make our declaration known. We make our declaration known. Because it says, when the clouds be full of rain, they pour themselves, they empty themselves upon the earth. They empty themselves upon the earth. I know and I know and I know. I am born of God. I know and I know and I know. I am born from above. I know and I know and I know He that is from above is above all He's above all All means all All means all He's above all I'm above diseases I'm above sicknesses I'm above curses I'm above oppression I'm above the limitations of man I'm above the economic principles of this very world because I'm from above he said I'm a manifestation of the way I'm the manifestation of the way he said being born again not of corruptible sea but of the incorruptible by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever I am born of the way I am born of the way there is incorruption in me the other day Peter couldn't hold it he couldn't hold it he couldn't hold it 
He couldn't hold it. He said, I, Peter, a servant, an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the righteousness of God, uh, may grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ. According as his divine power have given unto us all things, all things, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great precious promises that by this we be partakers of the divine nature. I'm a partaker. Say, I'm a partaker. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. I'm a partaker of the supernatural. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. Supernatural events. Supernatural events. They follow me. Supernatural events. They are caused in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I know who I am. I know what I have. I know what I can do. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. We wait for you. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Reverend Dr. Stephen Bokassi, the Assistant Head Pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locators at the Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washington Bay Psyche of Woodrow. Until the weather comes your way, stay blessed.